0: Welcome to the Girls Leap Podcast, your resource to learn, earn, advance, and profit in your business. This podcast is for every woman entrepreneur who's aspiring to not only start a business, but grow exponentially. Subscribe now to receive amazing resources from high-performance leaders, and continue listening to find out how you can get tips to take your business to the next level. Now, here's your host, Gloria Ward. Hey ladies, welcome to another Girls League Podcast. My name is Gloria Ward, and today I sit down with Miss Paulina Reed. Now she is a celebrity ghostwriter, and she helps high profile leaders and doers turn their personal stories into powerful brand assets. When I was speaking to this young lady, she is so motivated, she is so focused, and so disciplined. She has years of experience of building brands and serving as a communicator advisory across industries. Now, she has been featured in Black Enterprise, Essence, and she also has a great partnership with Forbes. I really want you to listen to this young lady because she has an amazing, amazing business when she's doing ghostwriting and her agency is just soaring. I love it when we see young entrepreneurs just doing their thing and Paulina Reed is definitely one of them. And one of the things that I wanted to mention is she also has partnerships with Google and LinkedIn and so many other platforms. So ladies, please visit her website, listen to what she has to say. And hire her if you need a ghostwriter. And without further ado, please listen to the interview I did with Miss Paulina Reed. Paulina, welcome to Girls Leap. Thank you so much for being here.
1: What's up? I'm glad to be here. Yes.
0: Yeah, so, okay, I read your bio and um, I seen that you came through a lot. And uh, one of the things that I wanted to talk to you about is because we deal with women empowerment as well. Um, And our goal is to help women uh, go from zero to a million dollars in their business. Can you tell us through all the adversity that you had, how did you do it? How did you get your business to six
1: figures? Um, I think it's about really being very clear on what you want to achieve in your life. Um, And that starts on a very small scale first. So your first goal right out the the gate is probably not going to be a six-figure business. It may be, I want to get better at time management. I want to become more organized. I want to understand um, uh, my profits, my numbers, right? So you start small, but you think big. And so it's just about putting one foot in front of the other. It's about leveraging your network. It's about leveraging the resources that you have available to you, leveraging mentors, and then being patient with yourself. I think on social media, we see a lot of overnight success. We only see what people actually show us, to be honest. And so it just, it happens over time for the first six years, I didn't make any money in my business. And then after year six, that's when I started making money I could eat from
0: okay and so uh, as a as a result of how you built your business and now you do women empowerment, you're helping millennials, you're a ghostwriter with that same mindset, how did you make that transition? because I always tell people the same brain that you're using to build your business is the same brain. That, that sabotages you and, and, and questions you and you have that critic going on. How do you balance that?
1: I have great people around me. I have mentors who have been in my life for 10 years plus. Um, I call it my emergency t- toolkit. I, you know, I'm very active. I work out, I love nature. I travel I make sure I, I love feeling the sun on my skin. Um, If I have a panic attack or an anxiety attack, I know who to pick up the phone and call. Um, I listen to gospel music every morning. My emergency toolkit is going to look very different than yours, right? right? Or the the listeners of this podcast episode. I think it's about really acknowledging and identifying what works best for you because everyone's formula is different.
0: Good. How did you get into ghostwriting? Was writing always a passion of yours?
1: Yeah, so... Writing was definitely a passion of mine. I mean, as as soon as I could hold a pen, I've always been someone who loved drawing and doodling and and writing poetry and um, writing stories. Right. And so for me, I mean, it was something that I knew r- pretty much right away. I was bullied a lot as a kid, so whenever I would write, it was those quiet moments when life seemed really peaceful and perfect. And so I really knew that this is what I wanted to pursue, but I wasn't always good at it. I had a lot of trouble reading as a kid. Mm -hmm. I failed grade 11 and 12 um, English. I dropped out of college. Um, I was not, I was not good at writing and reading at all. They were not my strengths. Um, I was in sports and so sports team, that's like, that's really where I excelled. But I really believe um, that if you want something badly enough, you'll teach yourself, right? And you can get better, uh, practice makes perfect. And so I just, if it took me 10 minutes, 10 weeks, 10 years, you know what I mean? It doesn't matter. I really was committed to the process. And as long as, whatever it took, however long it took, um, I was gonna work towards having a career in writing. Have you always been this disciplined though? Cause you sound very disciplined. Like I was an athlete for, uh, I was a high performance athlete for a great okay. portion of my childhood. Gotcha. Um, and I was honestly, I was raised in a two parent Caribbean household where um, I mean, rules are the rules, right? Um, there yeah. wasn't a lot of room for error or to step out of line. I mean, I was, you know, I was a, a wild ass kid, but for the, for the, for, in terms of sports, all through all me and my siblings all three of us played sports. My dad is um is a, in the military. He's a lieutenant, gotcha. and so you know we didn't play recreational sports. You know I always tell the story that um you know in my house we don't celebrate participant ribbons. Like mm-hmm. if you're gonna do something, you're gonna be the best at it. Or what like what are we actually doing? Whereas why am I paying for this? Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And so
0: you you built this business. You're a ghostwriter for celebrities mm-hmm. and CEOs. And you had a corporate job, right? I think you said that the work Mm -hmm. for CEOs and everything. So I I
1: used to be an assistant.
0: Okay. So what what made you walk away?
1: It was just the close of a chapter. I was a executive assistant for 10 years and my final year, which was 2018, I made six figures from my side hustle. And then I decided to make the transition I loved my job. I think there's a tremendous value in the corporate sector. Um, I looked at it as if I was going to business school every single day, as mm-hmm. if they were paying me to go to business school. And so I don't think I'd be the leader and the entrepreneur I am. I don't think I'd be able to see the world through this lens um, had I not paid attention while I was in my corporate job and really learning as much as I could from my nine to five. I loved it, but it was just, it was time to make the transition and really trust
0: myself. That's really important what you said, because a lot of people don't like their job and they want to be an entrepreneur and they want to do their side hustle and they're trying to find the balance between the two, right? So they focus more on the negative side of their job versus looking at the tools and the things that they're getting mm-hmm. uh, uh, from the job that can help them apply to their side hustle so they're going to be their full-time hustle. So I like that. So what advice? We have women who listen to this podcast who either are a startup or they're mid-sized business. And the biggest challenge is the self-discipline, the capital, and uh, really focusing on the mindset because you're wearing so many hats in the beginning. You're Mm -hmm. trying to figure out what's your product market fit. You're trying to figure out How do you actually make it all work where you can be profitable? Can you give us some advice on some of the things that you did where you went from the side hustle to full-time? Like, What were some of the biggest strategies that you applied?
1: Most of my paycheck um, would go to people who would help me out in my business. Sometimes I'd walk away with next to nothing for my paycheck. Mind you, I lived at home. You invested in yourself. Right. Yeah. So yeah. like I hired early. I hired people before I needed them. Mm-hmm. I had meetings with the head of every department at my job so I can learn about their role, how they got there, what their main function was. I, um, I have a business where I have um, low volume, but it's a high ticket. Yeah. So it was, it was much easier for me to make it to six figures because, um, one of my clients i you know, it was one of the very first clients that I had billed $50,000. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that got me halfway there.
0: Right.
1: right. Right. And that, so for me, I think you have to really understand like what your business model is and mm-hmm. you have to work backwards. If you're trying to make a, like a hundred thousand dollars work backwards, how much, how many products do you need to sell? right? How many clients, if you're a service-based business, how much, how many clients do you need to have? Right. And you really have to deploy strategies to get in front of people to get the attention. Right. Right? Um, If you're an introvert, then uh, a resource that I have is uh, reading um, a book called quiet by Susan Cain. Mm -hmm. Um, And she really, her, she's dedicated to, she's an introvert herself and she's a world-renowned speaker, but she's really dedicated to helping people find their role, find their positioning in a world that makes so much noise. Good. And so
0: um, your mentorship, when you are mentoring these women and you are speaking about your life and, and where you are right now, is that something that you feel like you will really move towards? Like, is
1: that really a passion of yours considering your background? Well, my father is a former pastor, all of my uncle's own churches. So it's not something that's abnormal for me to be very vulnerable. Um, uh, I grew up watching, sitting in the pews, watching um, my church brothers and sisters um, share their personal testimonies that brought them to tears, that brought the whole congregation to tears, right? Mm -hmm. And so I think that it was, I don't know, when I started sharing on social media, mind you, it wasn't always favored by my parents, gotcha. wasn't always favored by people around me, mm-hmm. but it was something that it was very, I was very accustomed to. And so instead of in a church setting, I just started sharing my personal stories with with friends, with my online community. And so it felt, I don't know, it felt very natural to me. And I think it's very important. Honestly, it was less for other people and more for me. Mm-hmm. Because I was hiding skeletons in my closet. I was wearing a mask for a very long time. I felt stifled. I felt like I was just not myself. And so I, I, I felt like it was something I had to do mm-hmm. for my own sanity and my peace of mind. And it just so happened that other people could relate to it.
0: Yeah, I saw your promo video uh, before doing this interview. And uh, you mentioned that you're a Canadian too.
1: Is that true? Yeah, I'm from Toronto, Canada. Oh man, that is that is amazing. Yeah, I, I spent a lot of time in the U.S., but I I'm, uh, I'm was like, really I don't hear to. it. Okay, I
0: got you. And so you're, you're doing this ghostwriting. You're a mentor. You do a consultant. You also a, a, a journalist, like a senior journalist for Forbes. Do you are you still there? Yes, you still mm-hmm. do that. How do you find balance? are you in love? Do you, you know, find balance to do everything or is it just where you are in your life right now to focus on you? I career?
1: don't think balance really exists. I, everything's kind of integrated. Um, I do have love in my life. I have an amazing partner. Um, you know, one day we want to start a family. Mm-hmm. Um, I love hanging out with my godchildren and my niece and nephews. Like I'm very close to my immediate family. Okay. Um, you know, I have, probably close to or over 50 people in my cousin group chat, like I have a very large family. So I think you prioritize what's important to you. That's yeah. it. You know, if someone tells you that they're busy, you just might not be on the priority list at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, um, someone once told me, actually, Randy Zuckerberg, um, who's the sister of Mark Zuckerberg, right. she has a book called Pick Three. Mm-hmm. And she says, you know, you can have it all just not at the same time. Um, and so, you know, you just kind of have to accept that one ball is going to drop every day and you okay. have to choose what ball is going to drop and be okay yeah. with that.
0: And it sounds like you're a big reader too.
1: Yeah. I mean, I love reading. Um, I'm, I can't get into the eBooks and the audiobooks. books. Um, I so I, so feel, I,
0: I, I read book.
1: multiple books at a time, yep. which is like, which sucks because I end up reading a little bit of this and a little bit of that. But, um, but yeah, I really do love a good book. Amen to that. So, I how do we how do we find
0: your material? How do we find? How do we follow you? Uh, if we need some consultant or a ghostwriter, do you have things for women who are small business owners, or is everything just?
1: I have so much content online, honestly. Like, if you Google me, if you go on my YouTube, you go on my two podcasts, if you go on my blog, if you go through all my social posts, if you go through my highlights on Instagram. Like if you go to my website, PaulinaReid.com and then click on press, I have over a hundred interviews that I've done. Mm -hmm. I like, there's an abundance of free content. Gotcha.
0: Paulina, thank you so much for doing this interview with us. And thank you for giving us a little nuggets. Okay. You are very
1: welcome. I had a great time. You too. You have a good day. Bye Bye.
0: Thank you for joining us on this episode of Girls Leap. Remember to subscribe to our podcast and visit our website, girlsleap.com, where you can find more amazing content and tips to grow your business. If you're interested in 10 xing your business, join our Girls Leap membership program to connect with our expert coaches. Until next time, thanks for listening.